BestBookBits.com presents The Virgin Way by Richard Branson, published in 2014 and weighing 400 pages. Branson gives an inside look at his strikingly different swish-buckling style of leadership. Learn how fun, family, passion, and the dying art of listening. This unique perspective comes from a man who dropped out of school at 16, suffers from dyslexia, and has never worked for anyone but himself. He may be famous for thinking outside the box, an expression he despises, but Branson asserts that you'll never have to think outside the box if you refuse to let anyone build one around you. The written summary can be found on our website, bestbookbits.com. So without further ado, I bring the book summary of The Virgin Way. But first, I want to give a quick shout out to our collaborator to the channel, Mudyu Kusama, from the official Mr. Kusama Instagram page and Woke Nation on YouTube. Check his stuff out, very inspirational videos and Instagram posts. So on with the summary. In my opinion, The Virgin Way book written by Sir Richard Branson is an excellent read that touches on different subjects from his personal life of an entrepreneur to the business world. Branson wasted no time by stating the worst kept secret in entrepreneurship. If you do not enjoy it, then don't do it. If you don't enjoy it, don't do it. Simple as that. Branson goes on further to state how surprised he is at how many people appear to live their lives either always looking in the rearview mirror or speculating about how things are going to be different in the future. He then added that the present time we are in is the good old days we will be looking back on 20 years from now. He gave an example of when he was 16 and decided to leave stool school and pursue a dream of his own magazine publishing business. Again, if you do not enjoy doing it then, do not do it. He then talks about how he gained a lot of inspiration from both his parents in his early years. He recalls his mother always making things happen business-wise, opening shops on High Street and having him and his sister work for their parents. Gaining little insights on character, business and entrepreneurship from a very early age. One memory and a good bit of parenting that stuck with him until now What's a time when he was not following his mother's orders in Sunday church and annoyed her mother to the point where once they got home, his mother asked Richard's dad to spank him on the backside for not listening. His dad took him to the other room and clapped his hands together loud enough so mum could hear without laying a finger on Richard. Branson said that that taught him a bigger lesson than a bruised ego spanking from his father ever would. Speak no evil, hear no evil was another massive lesson he was taught as a boy. Branson stating, Whenever I was caught speaking bad about somebody, I was made to look at myself in the mirror for at least five minutes. We are products of our upbringing and environment, Branson stated. And he further emphasized that growing up around the right people with the right mindset certainly can only do you more good than harm. Companies are like young people. Number one, when starting a company and finding your feet at very early stages, which many do not survive. Number two, then most companies become like teenagers. They develop other character blemishes while they get a bit cocky and know it all. And number three, then the mature stage. By this stage, they should hopefully have learned from their mistakes and lessons. This period is then filled with different risks, complacency being the biggest. Then comes the mid-life crisis stage, where laziness sets in, and like most adults, spend more time looking in the rearview mirror. One day after a poor performance in a cricket match he took part in, Branson stated he was feeling quite sorry for himself and down. His mother quite simply said, Ricky, 
I'm sure you agree that wasn't one of your better performances out there, but remember one thing, you are guaranteed to miss every shot you don't take. Years later, Branson realized she was talking about more than just cricket, and those words are still with him today. This shows how much of a good parenting Richard Branson benefited from and is probably still benefiting from today. Listen, it makes you smarter. Listen, it makes you smarter. Branson remembers his mother urging him at a young age to interact and listen and not being allowed too much time in front of the TV screen. He spoke about this having an influence on him to the point where he developed a habit of regularly carrying around a small notebook and regularly even now taking notes in meetings or important conversations. Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to stand up and listen. Winston Churchill. Branson added, people view listening as a sign of weakness, but listening and taking in information is one of the signs of a true leader. Listening is not hearing, he added. He gave an example of sitting on a flight and hearing a baby's loud scream. You can hear it, but it does not necessarily mean you are listening to it. Furthermore, Branson explains that listening does not go unnoticed as the person would more likely see you as a good conversationalist if you let them do the talking 20 to 30 minutes. You must try to speak with people. You must try to speak with people rather than speaking at people. When it comes to having a company, it seems like some companies are more concerned with giving their employees rule books with do's and don'ts. At Virgin, Branson stated that each employee's task is to ensure that customers are cared and catered for. He continues to say that he was never a big fan of giving unnecessary rules to employees. He even makes time for himself to visit his employees on a constant basis just to move away from the traditional, only see the big boss on the screens. Learn. Branson points out that we are all leaders in our own orbits, be it families, communities, among our peer groups, or even in the office. So therefore, he's not one to really label the importance of, of someone with position name tags and his own experience any culture with an overemphasis of knowing our position, creates problems in terms of relationships and interfere with progress and innovation. He goes on to add, if senior executives of a company consider themselves too precious to share the same food and dining space, then that is a place he would definitely not want to work and something that all Virgin companies stay away from. Branson adds that good leadership in any business or company is being able to take a venture forward and finding viable new avenues where the business can evolve and prosper. Poor leadership, on the other hand, tends to be static and much more about protecting the status quo. He adds, this approach might have been viable 20 years ago, but definitely not at the phonetic pace of today. To stand still is to go backward. To stand still is to go backward quickly. Branson backs this statement up by giving us examples of what happened to Kodak. Kodak blew its chances to lead the digital photography revolution. They go things half right. Kodak invented the digital camera in the 1970s. Their willingness to invest in Blue Skies research. But having the space and capital for innovation is not enough. A business's leadership and the culture to create must be willing and agile enough to embrace innovations. Kodak rejected the digital camera, fearing it would cannibalize existing businesses. Kodak's management focused on the flaws of early digital cameras. Kodak's rivals seized the opportunity, leaving the incumbent failing 
in pursuit of patent royalties. Sasson's Kodak digital camera expired in 2007. Kodak filed for bankruptcy in 2012. Luck. Fortune favors the bold. Fortune favors the bold. People or businesses that are generally considered fortunate or luckier than others are usually also the ones taking the greatest risks and have probably fallen flat on their faces very often. Branson recalls a time when Virgin Records released their first ever album. Mike Oldfield's Turbular Bells had become a huge hit in the UK, but he was still trying to get someone to take it to the US. Despite its European success, Branson just could not convince legendary Atlantic Records, Ahmed Erdogan, that all the instrument album would sell in the US. One day, Ahmed happened to be playing in the office, probably curious that what the fuss is all about. And boom, William Friedkin, looking forward to a background music for his film, had walked in and heard Tubular Bells and instantly loved it. It just happened that William had been looking for background music for a movie he had been working on. So it happened to be Exodus. Call it luck, Branson said, but if I had not been jamming this instrument to Ahmed, he probably would not be intrigued to listen to it and open the doors for Tubular Bells to be featured on Exodus. A couple of words that Branson repeating were loyalty and culture. Loyalty and culture. Branson talks about how most airlines only caring about what happens to their passengers from the time they board the aircraft until they get off the plane. Virgin decided to take a different approach by deciding to provide transportation and comfortable accommodation for the whole trip, including a limo service from and to the airport for their business class customers and developed lounges where their customers would look forward to waiting for their flights rather than the usual long-to-board flights. Branson added the evolution of Virgin's Clubhouse lounges, which today offer everything from a fun bar, haircuts, shoeshine service, hot tubs, and pool rooms. Furthermore, he added, this is an example of deciding to sink millions into tangible resources for our customers to enjoy and let them spread the word on our behalf. Rather than spending millions, i.e. the Super Bowl commercials, cost $4 million, and if you blink, you miss it. Hiring should be number one priority. Hiring should be number one priority. Whether you're planning a startup, relaunch or expand in your business, it is often difficult to know which tasks to delegate to who. This is why Branson believes a lot of emphasis should be put on the hiring process. If you think you are too big to be involved in the hiring process, think again. On ship roles, and even if it means flying out applications all the way to Necker Island to spend time with me. Branson says even a $400 billion company like Google with a high hiring rate of 4,000 people a year their founder and CEO, Larry Page, still insist on being the final arbiter on whether or not to make a job offer to anyone being considered in a leadership role in the company. CV is just a paper. CV is just a paper. Branson believes there are things more important to find out about a person rather than what they have written on a piece of paper. I usually like to ask people about things that are not on the paper. Laugh. When people ask me what the secret source has made Virgin a success over the last 40 plus years, the honest answer is our people first culture that we started way back in the last century. The fruits of passions. 
Branson touches on being passionate about what you do once again. I find it sad that so many people are on the Thank God It's Friday Brigade and not in the least bit passionate about what they are doing with their lives. I believe that hard-wired passion, some call it obsession, for giving customers, both internal, external, a better work environment or service experience that they can't find anywhere is at the very heart of what I and Virgin Brand stands for. And last is lead. When I started out with what was to become Virgin more than four decades ago, I generally and still do want to change people's lives for the better. Business doesn't have to be a zero-sum game, where some win and others lose. When done properly, everybody stands to gain. Companies, communities, and the beautiful planet we are privileged to live in. Branson believes that collaborating is key in winning and providing value. Most people have this almost ethereal version of the entrepreneur as someone who operates alone. This is fiction, he said. Good business is good for business. Branson gives an example of earlier when they were just starting off a non-profit student advisory center with a 24-7 hotline on which young people could get guidance on issues ranging from sexually transmitted diseases to birth control to mental health and anything that was causing them strife. Looking back now, it seems clear that I've always seen businesses, whether small or large, have the opportunity and responsibility to do good things in their communities and beyond. The Virgin Way is a great read which is not only target at entrepreneurs and business owners, but also at great perspective on life. He puts great emphasis on giving value and 